Hi, this is Tom Simpson from Arnold, Maryland. I love soccering, and you are listening to the DU Football Show. Go soccer, guys. Soccer good. Soccer was really fucking good on Sunday. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, what else were you going to watch? The Indianapolis 500, where there was like five wrecks in the last six laps, and they could barely finish the race? I would say it's not fun to watch until the last ten laps anyway. Oh, there was a wreck in the Prem, but we'll, we'll get on to that. <laughs> Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Smell of a lord. Looks great in shorts. Sam Graham. Sam Graham. Hello and welcome to the DU Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me... Father of the year. That's right. Man goals. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> there I said it. Mr. Samuel Graham. Sammy, how you doing, buddy? Doing very well. Thank you very much. Nice. How are you? Ah, hanging in there. I'm uh, survived. Yes. <laughs> I am happy to be wrapping up another season, though. I could use a month off. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tired. Oh, uh, fuck, dude. Yesterday, I could use, man, I could just go for a nap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. You go for a hibernation. Oh, that was emotional. Would be nice. We're recording at the DU Public House just outside our nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with your footballing friends. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Of course, it is dfootballshow at gmail.com to get in touch via email and at dfootballshow on all the social medias. Also, make sure to join Drunkard United FC, the closed group on Facebook, which is where most of the shit talking happens. So make sure to join Drunkard United FC. Uh, and make sure you also have the uh, phone in audition when we're going to check to make sure that the live stream is working. Production. Yeah, just, just the end of our fifth year. Just, no, just, you know, production. still working out the kinks. Yeah, you know. It's. <laughs> I don't care. I'm going to Europe. <laughs> yeah. What John McGinn say? Get those passports ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, yeah. Do football show at gmail.com and at do football show on all the socials. Uh, join Drunk United FC. Get yep. involved in the hashtag bands. And uh, thank you. Let me lose my whole train of thought. Thank you to everybody who's joining <laughs> us live tonight as well. And um, um, thank you also for not being too ruthless on the Leeds, Leicester, and Southampton supporters uh, yesterday. Um, I figured if it, I was going down, I would not have been as kind. <laughs> <laughs> I would have gotten involved for sure because oh, it's yeah. funny. Oh, but yeah, um, yeah no, nah, it's, you know, a lot of those guys support the show, obviously, and, and, and do everything, you know, that we ask them to. I mean, they're they're involved in the bits. They, you know, take stuff on the chin. They're, they're awesome people, and we want them to stay involved. So um, just keep listening where of course championship corner is going to keep coming back so your teams will get talked about um and we'll you know see how it goes from there well uh, as we like to every season we always do a little program changing and mixing things up so be on the lookout in the horizon for some uh new programming from your friends at the du football show <laughs> potentially 
Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we've got to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. Not really gin weather, but fuck it, we're having gin. Well, it was 83 degrees where I was today. I don't know what <laughs> fucking monsoon you lived in <laughs> during the day-to-day, but I had a lovely old time. This is Akzu Gin. Uh, it is one that I represent. It is 47% by volume, which would make it 94 proof if my math uh, does it quickly. And Mel, for you, I wanted to make sure we brought this one because it is from Seville, Spain. I appreciate it. The former it. haunts and stomping grounds of your current manager, Unai Emery. Unai Emery, I like it, uh, European, yeah. that's fantastic. So it is distilled in Andalusia. Uh, it is made primarily with lemons and oranges are the huge thing. So you've got juniper, orange peel, lemon peel, orange blossom, uh, cinnamon, coriander, clove, cardamom, and angelica uh, hibiscus. Mm. So it is fucking delicious. Those orange blossom notes do come through, and it's not too hot if you just want to do a shot like I just did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It. Well, I wanted to taste the flavors because we smell the gin, and I just, I love it. I absolutely yes. love this uh, And we used Busby's Premium Cocktail Mixers. Mm. Uh, this is their mango tonic water sweetened with a little honey. That's perfect. And it is perfect with this yeah, gin. It is fucking delicious. Yeah. Uh, the gin you can find for between $41.99 and $45.99 on the shelf, mm-hmm. uh, depending on... Uh, feature pricing or anything uh, that the store might be doing, uh, but it is quite a good gin. I was pleasantly surprised. I wish it was a bit more highbrow on the packaging. It looks a little cartoony um, with this beautiful portrait of a church in Spain. Yeah. But the words are kind of cartoony and stuff. Yeah, I said, agreed. Agreed. It's just kind of a hodgepodge of a package. I, I think that hurts yeah, it on the it, shelf. But it doesn't look like Spanish gin. No. But it's fucking delicious. It is. Very and good. Mel, I also uh, figured you would want to do some sort oh. of little European tour preparing yourself oh, for what's you. going on. Uh, I happened to cross something I've never seen before. Product of Spain. Producto de España, uh, as as some might say. Uh-huh. Uh, it's called the Basque Apple, which I believe Una Emery is from the Basque region of Spain anyway. Why, uh, it is called you. the uh, Made in Basque Country, long poured in New York, a dry unfiltered cider i love it but it is made in spain so here you are i am uh, also drinking another european beer uh grolsch pilsner because you know i gotta now get down with all things europe <laughs> there you go there we go perfect so somebody's kind of happy and what else do we always have always to make sure you drink responsibly yep and especially once your team survives and you responsibly kill a bottle of For fucking 12 hours. <laughs> let's do it very good. <clears throat> oh, double tap for Europe over here. All of it. Got to remember to double tap them zombies, right? We learned that in Zombieland. One of the golden rules. Now, oh, so good. We're going to do just like we did last year. We're going to take that entire day on Sunday and go down minute by minute with goals and storylines and kind of treat it like it's one big 90 minute game. Sure. Way. But I would be remiss if we did not mention there were still two matches that had to be made up for uh, games in hand just yes. to kind of wrap everything up. Had a little so bit of what line. you did last year. Put a bow on it. Yeah, put a bow <laughs> on it. So it has a little bit of little bit of impl- implication, and we're just going to touch on them real quickly. Uh, Brighton took it to City and drew them 1-1 at home and secure themselves Europa League. Could you... 
You just call them by the proper name. Uh, Manchester City B. <laughs> oh, heard my yeah, very true. Very, it very was true. their B team. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, it, annoying, of course, because obviously with us having lost to Forest, we were already out of the title race, and then City decided to do what they did over these two games, just to rub salt in the wound. Yeah, just really, to make it a little yeah. closer. Yeah, yeah, just to really piss me off. It hurt. Didn't yeah, it, it, it hurt, hurt a lot. Stung a little. What a fucking goal by Enciso, though. <sighs> That was a peach. And I, li- I like the little dance at the end as well. Fucking nasty. I like the man. little dance at the end as well. Um, man United the very next day demolished Frank Chelsea, Frank's Chelsea 4-1, to one, guaranteeing Champions League and sending Liverpool to Europa. Yeah, uh, a lovely farewell goal for Jao Felix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> to remember his time in West London <laughs> on loan. Oh, uh, as he'll be trading, uh, I'm sure, trading the glitz and glamour of West London uh, and the area surrounding the Pensioners Club. Uh, for uh, Tyneside is the newest rumor in part of a £555 million pound overhaul of Newcastle United that I saw today. Jesus uh, Potentially, yeah. Those are the rumors. Yeah, it's going to be insanity. What? I mean, yes. you, you have to figure they're going to now. They got to Champions League. They're going to have the cash. Oh yeah, they got up. Well, they're they're owned by the push. Saudi government. They have the cash. Right, but now they're going to really <laughs> oh, splash yeah. the cash. So Neymar is a name being considered. Um, yep. Uh, a couple blokes from Spain. A couple blokes from Italy. Uh, that you know, typical shit. Yeah. Just anybody that's worth half a, you know, half a fart in a jar is, but, is Barcelona, being linked with Newcastle. Barcelona and Juventus are both going, yes, we need the fucking payday. 100%. Take some of this money off of our hands, yep. please. You know that's fucking Oh, fun. yeah, big time. Ooh, funny. Um, so on to Sunday. Spurs, Villa, and an outside shot for Brentford. We're fighting for the McRib Conference League yes. uh, uh, spot, the lone one. and uh, But the real storyline was all about survival. As Leeds, Leicester, and Everton were all at home fighting for one single spot. Yes. And we have kickoff around the league. And right off the bat, before the kickoff, uh, Cherries do a little shithousery. They win the uh, coin toss and go, oh, yeah, hey, Everton, you're at home. Go at your Gladys Street end first. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, what, brilliant. How fucking brilliant is that? But, oh, wait. What's that? Two minutes in. Fucking Leeds concede. <laughs> And as you all know, yep. I like to theme my beers uh, mm-hmm. sometimes, right? So I, I have two. I'm just going to name them, um, and I'm going to tell you why. Mm-hmm. But they both have to do with one with Lester uh, slash Leeds, because don't their goalkeepers both wear black typically? Yes, typically. Yeah, so I got Trash Panda, <laughs> uh, which is an American IPA because both goalkeepers are shite. <laughs> uh, and partially the reason why they're down there. Uh, in general, and then the other one is called Lost in the Mist, which is how leads end of the day. <laughs> oh shit! Hey, it's <laughs> worth mentioning. I'm gonna say the quote that Big Sam said at the end of his uh, at the end of his press conference. That was Harry Kane, by the way, with a goal. Yeah, he, uh, shocker! His 29th goal of the yeah. season, very quietly having a fantastic season for a shit team. Yeah, <laughs> for for a team not playing in Europe. <laughs> uh, but Big Sam had a uh, had a quote that i found very interesting you and i talked about this off air and we thought we'd put it at the beginning of the show because as we talk about leads this kind of sums up everything for them big sam after the match i wanted us to go out with a sense of pride today unfortunately didn't see that sadly and he, i mean he's not wrong in the regards of you concede in the first two fucking two minutes, minutes. Like, it, with five defenders. <clears throat> right. 
Right. You set up a defensive lineup and then that's how you fucking. And that's how, I mean, that's not on the manager. That mm-hmm. part of it is not on the manager that have some pride in yourself. Right. Two fucking minutes. It, it's absurd. But then also the way you read that, because you it, we, it's fucking Big Sam and Big Sam is a fucking ass. Yeah. He's, he's a fucking ass. And what no, I very read true. directly is. I wanted us to go out there and play with a sense of pride because I don't give a shit because I'm going to get my money and move on and everything will be fine. But they didn't feel like playing today. Uh, Well, motherfucker, for whatever it's worth, you're the coach. You're as responsible for that fucking loss as they are. Uh, Yeah, 100%. I mean, but to, to, to be that disorganized that quickly, it's one thing if you're chasing a game and something's happening, but you needed to win by three clear goals. He set you up defensively anyway to give you a chance, mm-hmm. and that's how you start. Yeah. Uh, it's just the, the players have to look at themselves in a the mirror at that point, in, in my opinion. Now, don't get me wrong. Big Sam's a cunt. Yeah. He's distancing himself oh, entirely God. from it, and that's wrong, and he should be taking partial responsibility. Uh, exactly. exactly. But those players need to take a look at themselves. That's uh, pathetic. Eighth minute. Douglas Louise fucks for Villa. <laughs> we go up on Brighton, and he slides about, what, one lap around the stadium, going <laughs> yeah, dick yeah. first? The, the, the Geico commercial where the guy just, just keeps oh. sliding. Yeah. Literally, his entire, his chest is out, his arms are back, and he's just going pelvic first. And it's like, <laughs> fuck yeah, that's the winner right there, bitches. So how Spursy? For six minutes, you're in Europe. Nope, not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Not anymore. Won't be. You're not going to be. New slash. They ain't relinquishing that lead. No. No. <laughs> no matter how many goals you score. I think they were just probably thinking, well, if we score more goals, maybe we'll be in. No, 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 no. Kind of need uh, Villa there to lose points, and they ain't going to do it. Yep. Oh, then, of course, um, you know, finally offering something for his $40 million. Uh, Mr. Gordon scores for Newcastle, making it one nothing. Uh, Just to rub salt in your wounds. Well, it it was a tap-in, so fair, you know, good on him. It wasn't, you know, Anthony Gordon, normal Anthony Gordon, which is a deflection off of somebody for a goal. So he he directly put it into the goal. And then, (laughs) good for you. Good for you. Uh, In the 10th minute, Diogo Jota scored for Liverpool. Yeah, no big surprise there, right? Liverpool's going to walk all over Southampton, right? Correct. Then in the 11th and 14th minute, your boy, Granite Xhaka, with a quick brace... Yeah, as his wife has told him, his time in the Premier League is done, and apparently he needs to leave and go to Germany. Yeah, but he's he's got the whole situation where uh, also at Leverkusen, where he's supposed to end up, Xavi Alonso is the manager who's like best mates with Mikel Arteta. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's just, you know, I feel, feel like a backroom deal is something that... Oh, absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. Well, especially considering the rumors of both Declan Rice and uh, Ikai Gunduin coming Mm -hmm. to Arsenal. Yeah, there's no Someone's got to go. So, you know, Partey will be the backup guy. Yeah, and and Shock is in his 31 now or something. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, we typically don't offer players in their 30s multiple year year deals, but he will want one, especially with the resurgence he's had this season. So it makes sense for all parties involved. He had a great season, good on him. He actually fluffed his lines and and, uh, sliced what could have been a hat trick from the exact same position that he scored the first two. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> uh, then, in the 14th minute, uh, brought a little tear to me eye. 
Uh, Bobby Firmino scored his final goal for Liverpool. His last home game, his last road game, gets a goal. 2-0 uh, up against the already relegated side. The shiny veneers. What's you worried about? Everything, you know, everything's going well. Not just Bobby's veneers, but uh, Klopp's veneers. He's smiling from the sideline to well. Uh, 15 minutes in. 15 minutes in, Sam. And guess what? None, not a single one, not Leicester, not Leeds, not Everton, has managed a shot on goal. You're <laughs> playing for fucking survival, boys. That's, You're playing for fucking survival. That's right. Uh, 19th minute, Brighton thinks they've equalized it, but VAR calls it off. But in another game, Tete scores as Fulham goes up on Man U, putting Newcastle in third. But wait a second, James, James Ward-Prowse scores uh, to make it 2-1 to one, uh, against Liverpool there for Southampton, showing fight they should have shown six weeks ago. Right, and probably his final goal going to be scored there at uh, at Southampton. So I heard a couple him. people saying today, actually, some very respectable pundits, unlike ourselves, mm-hmm. uh, saying that they think he might stay. Really? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Potentially. Southampton's going to need the money, though. Yeah. And that's the part that's worrisome. There's going to be a lot of people come calling. I mean, if he stays, they are first place and automatically go up. Probably. Yeah. I mean, he's just class over the Mm -hmm. the way he'll control the midfield against. It just won't be. Yeah. 100%. It won't be close. 25 minutes in. Barnes for uh, Harvey Barnes for uh, Foxes finally gets a shot on target. And the Foxes are starting to press West Ham. Mm hmm. 26 minutes in, Ollie Watkins fucks for Villa. <laughs> We're now up 2-0. It was a great pass. It was uh, Leon Bailey, I thought, uh, coming down and thought he could make the pa- thought he could make the goal, but he had uh, the goalie on him, so he made an unselfish pass right over to Watkins, who just knocked it in. Mm. In the 27th minute. Bakuyo Saka scored a goal that he's been needing for a few weeks now to make it 3-0 at the Emirates Stadium. At the same time, Mr. Reliable himself, Kieran Trippia, in the Newcastle match, concedes an own goal. I mean, hey. 1-1 one, one in that game at X, that point. Spur is going to spur, right? You know? I mean, how- it's the, you know, what do they say? You can take the guy out of the cock, but you can't take the cock out of the guy or something. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, shit, it is me again. <laughs> Suleimana makes it 2-2 versus Liverpool in the 28th minute. So, whoa, Southampton <laughs> on, going here. out with a bang. Thought Liverpool was just going to call it a day here. 2-0, <laughs> we're done. We have, yeah. I, I guarantee you, Klopp probably looked over at the Southampton sideline and said, okay, look, it's over now, so you guys can stop playing and we'll just, you know. <laughs> it's fine, yeah. Let us all go to the beach. It'll be great, mm-hmm. you know. Um, finally, in the 30th minute, a shot on goal from Everton. As they begin to take over play in their match as well, yes, You're they started pushing to a bit. Yep. The foxes and the toffees are really starting to figure. We need to get our shit together here. It's going to be probably the two of us. Yes. Uh, in the thirty-first minute, Almani gets his tenth goal in the league mm-hmm. this season. I yep. won you for uh, um, Nottingham Forest. Very good. And in the thirty-fourth minute, the foxes score to go one 0 up on West Ham as Harvey Barnes putting uh, them into 17th place and Everton into the drop zone in your live league table. Um, The stadium went quiet. Oh, yeah. The stadium went quiet. Very interesting thing, though, at halftime. um, Jordan Pickford was interviewed later by the NBC Sports Desk. Nobody brought up the score to them at halftime. Dice didn't either. Dice just went, okay, look, boys, this is what we got to do. We got to go out. We got to win. Like, didn't he even mention 
what Lester was doing. Which is funny. Conversely, I heard the opposite was true for the Lester players who were asking the referee and the linesman if they knew what was going on in the other game, mm-hmm. which I hope they didn't because they were supposed to be watching this one and yeah. refereeing it. Yeah, per- per- precisely. <laughs> uh, 39th minute, Sancho equalizes for Manchester United and Man U move back into third place. Yes, which is important because remember, Third place is automatic group stage. Fourth place does have a qualifying round they have to go through. And Newcastle now, if they end up in fourth, which newsflash they did, now have late July in the United States and then early August in Europe. That yep. is going to affect their, uh, their their continuity for training and getting ready. Pardon me for the next season. You're right. Yeah, big old burp. <laughs> uh, where are we at? 38th minute. <laughs> Undav makes it two to one. But Villa's still in the McRib. Yeah, somebody looking uh-huh. like they're going to Europe. Very good. In 44th minute, Tarkovsky has a massive flub. Cherries intercept the ball, almost score, put it wide. Yes, they did put it wide. And uh, Jordan Pickford laid into his defense uh-huh. uh, at that stage as well, uh, which was, you know, always difficult. Funny, funny thing, too, uh, when doing the interview afterwards, they were, you know, say you're always very animated. And he goes, he goes, he goes yeah, I, I, I am. I'm, I make a lot of noise, but don't mistake that as me screaming at the guys. It's typically me motivating the guys, me, me trying to pump them up. I'm like, yeah, telling them to fuck right off is exactly how you have to, I can read I lips. I can read lips, yeah. <laughs> yeah precisely, exactly. Um, 45th minute, a flurry of action in front of the Bournemouth net, including a great save by Travers for them to, uh, you know, get, there's corner and everything happens, but no goal at the end of the half, and boom, we're at halftime. Whew. Villa in the McRib, Foxes are our safe on goal differential, Everton and Leeds are now officially going down yes that's halftime and it's it's a bit crazy at that point you you just take a breath i mean i had your guys on my laptop i had arsenal on the tv and i was constantly updating my phone to see what lester mm-hmm. and leeds were doing really i stopped looking at leeds because there was no fucking point right, right. Uh, especially after the 47th minute because mm-hmm. pedro poro scored number two of course when it doesn't matter tottenham show up yep then Solomena, I don't know why I hate him, makes it three unanswered for the Saints as they, uh, you know, try to rain on <laughs> Liverpool's parade. I heard from a very reliable source after this goal, Bobby Firmino's teeth got darker by two shades because <laughs> he was he was so sad that he was Aww. they were spoiling his last game. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 when they were used to do the robot voices to the highlights of the games, which ended up having trademark stuff so they couldn't do it. The one who does the Everton one whenever it was Liverpool, he always called him the grinning lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Grinning lesbian on the pitch. <laughs> oh, fucking brilliant. Uh, Travers called in the action again, makes another save. Damari Gray probably should have done better with this. He was inside it the six. It was very unconvincing, that header. It felt like a... Let me make sure I put this low to the ground and make sure I get it perfect. But, but his regard, body language was almost like, please don't clean me out. Yeah. <laughs> like he looked scared 
if that makes sense. And it almost looked like he telegraphed where it was going. Oh, yeah. Like, I need to make sure I hit <laughs> like, this point, perfectly. I'm going to hit it here. He Harry Maguire that <laughs> shit. I'm going to put it right there. That is exactly but a great reaction from the Bournemouth defender when Travers saved it mm-hmm. to get it out and not put it back on target either because that came at him a little quickly. Mm-hmm, it did. Um, and he was able to flick it out wide for a corner. But you're getting to the point. You can tell Everton are putting the screws. They're trying to get in the net. You can tell that they're looking for a winner yes you know? and that's also they don't know what's going on at this point apparently either exactly uh and in the 55th minute bruno fernandez puts united 2-1 up in their <laughs> match yep and pretty much securing them to be in third place unless uh newcastle is able to get a another goal and go up and also then fulham finds an equalizer which probably wasn't going to happen at that point correct but in the 57th minute goal Everton, Decorey, a blast from outside the 18, put Everton up one nothing, making them safe and putting the Foxes back in the relegation drop. Yes, so that was a total of 23 minutes that Everton were going down for mm-hmm. at that point in time. But that goal, obviously, it was in your hands completely. Had you scored, had you won the game, you were going to stay up mm-hmm. no matter what the other results were. And by God, you needed it. <clears throat> yeah, who was going to get it? It ended up being DeCorey. I told you DeCorey and, and McNeil have been getting the ball in the net oh, yes. lately, but also a lot of their success drew off of them having Calvert-Lewin to distribute and help them, but they found a way, man. They got the ball they in the absolutely back of the did. In the 58th minute, Gabriel Jesus made me a very happy boy and $102 richer as my real live money bet came in uh, because I had Saka to score at any time. I had Jesus to score at any time. Over four and a half home corners, so Arsenal mm-hmm. needed five corners or more. There to be over two and a half goals in the game and Arsenal to cover the spread of minus one, which they did all of those things as Gabriel Jesus stolen at the far post and headed home a very powerful header and Arsenal's fourth goal. Very good. In the 61st first minute, Yerry Mina gets fouled on the sideline. The very same sideline that the one fan last year in the sweater put the ball underneath his shirt. Let me find out. Yuri Mina stands up immediately, puts the ball underneath his shirt and starts looking around like that guy. <laughs> I know I'm a hypocrite because I say how much I hate this kind of let the shithousery begin from Yuri Mina. The vein is plump. Insert it. Insert it right <laughs> There was right a fucking there's there. a lot of it because <laughs> because the rest of the match there was the match and then there was the Yuri Mina show. Now, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. The 62nd minute, uh-huh. about face, finally figured out which direction his team were going and scored in the correct goal. <laughs> Puts the foxes up two nil. Now only having a negative one goal return for the season (laughs) after those two own goals against Liverpool earlier. Uh, But it doesn't change their status as Everton are winning. Uh, So that would leave them, which it ended up, of course, a point behind. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Then four unanswered for the Saints in total, uh, this time through Armstrong uh, scoring. So... Bobby Firmino's teeth almost look like mine at this point. He's so sad. I, I, I feel I, like his teeth are like a mood ring. <laughs> Who knows what the highlights were? I didn't bother watching, but I mean, fucking, you have to imagine Klopp is losing his fucking mind. Like Klopp is like, no, no, no. You all were supposed to roll over and die. We were up to nothing. <laughs> this is done. Like, 
for fucking uh, where's this been all season saints where, where right where yeah no shit fucking been um in the 66th minute hughes uh will hughes casper the friendly ghost uh casper the friendly midfielder goes ahead and equalizes for palace and uh don't look now palace what the fuck guys y'all have standards You're supposed to finish comfortably 12th every year not 11th right have some pride in your work for fuck's sake <laughs> exactly in the 67th minute leads finally show a little bit of fight with jack harrison getting a goal it's two to one and yes we're on the oh fuck hurricane scored again <laughs> <laughs> he put spurs 3-1 up uh obviously up by two goals but still with the villa result being what it was at that point Tottenham's still out of European competition. Right. They they yeah, it was two to one, but they needed Brighton to equalize, and it yes. didn't look like it was gonna happen, that's for sure. Seventieth minute, a ruckus happens in front of the Everton net as uh Pickford makes a save. Uh Dominic Solenke is knocked down behind him, being a former Liverpool guy, went, Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> I don't like these guys. They're blue. Reaches around, grabs Pickford by his legs while the play is going on, and just tackles him over. Which is funny that, like, yeah, he got a yellow card for the melee. I don't think VAR ever even looked at him. Like, but he literally, I mean, honestly, around him, that's a red. It's serious foul play and should be a red card. Fucking red, hundred percent. But at this point, what do you care? Because of what happened next. Because the same could be said yeah. for Yeri fucking Mina. <laughs> um, Mina gets right up in Solenki's face, puts his head on his chest as almost to look like he was resting on his chest. Solenki, moments later, is running up to the ref with his shirt pulled down, pointing at his chest. Uh, me thinky, uh, Mina had a nibble. <laughs> <laughs> Mina quite hungry. Mina hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Let the shithousery commence. Yeah. <laughs> he just fucking very, very, He's one of the only South American players in your team anymore, right? After, mm. you know, the last few years where you had a, a, a fair few, actually. Right. Um, and some people forget, and the English think that they're better than it. Uh, obviously, with mm. Solanke's actions, they're not. Um, but... A little South American flavor to the end of this oh, game. Oh, yeah. Well, and what's also <laughs> obvious... Cherries ain't rolling over. Like West Ham just kind of playing out the game against the Foxes. What, Which like, I was a bit surprised by because they had 10 full days from Sunday mm-hmm. until their Conference League final yeah. against Fiorentina. So they had a chance to play their players mm-hmm. and to make sure people were still sharp and all that kind of stuff. And they chose to rest a fair few of them. Managers and ex-Everton, like, icon you know yeah like he's a fucking hero for fucking everton you know it's the man who coined us the people's club and shit like that right yeah and um but the cherries were making offensive subs oh the yeah cherries they were trying were trying 100 percent. now i will say they didn't get very many shots on goal they didn't get very many opportunities but <sighs> it wasn't like they weren't fucking trying especially when they put in um put in the big fella and decided they were going to be, you know, just try to hoist balls up and get them knocked down. And it was, it was fucking on. <laughs> yep. Now 72 and 73 minutes in back to back goals from uh, Diogo Jota and Cody Gekpo made it four, four in what was probably the most entertaining match of the day that no one gave a fuck about <laughs> <No>. <laughs> because Southampton were already down. Liverpool had nothing to play for and yep. all eyes were at Goodison park, Elland road and, mm-hmm. uh, 
and uh, the King Power Stadium. And and also at that point, hell, even you, you admitted that after a while there, that went to the main screen. You know, well, you that's like, that's coming. Yeah, well, because um, who the fuck scored for Arsenal to make it five nothing? Like, so his, I, his his <laughs> name is Jacob Kivior. Okay. He's our new center back that we got, who's been playing left back because for some reason Arteta doesn't trust Tierney anymore. Okay, so he changed the whole system. But Kivior is better known as by his his wife's accomplishments of being the European uh, twerk champion <laughs> and he's her husband. <laughs> so first thing that comes up when you Google Jacob Kivior wife and for good videos. So by so the way, first in case you're wondering first dude of twerking heard. <laughs> yeah. It. First dude yeah. of twerking. Love it. No, I, of twerking, it'd probably be first bra, wouldn't it? First bra. He's the first bra of twerking. First bra of twerking. Yeah. yeah my, my girl. She just pops that ass bra. My pay my knows how to <laughs> pop it. She pops it great. It's awesome. Maybe uh, he should have played for the Jerry's. Hey! <laughs> 79th minute. West Ham make it 2-1 to one on a Fornals goal against the Foxes. That decent fucking goal as well mm-hmm. for Pablo Fornals. That was excellent, actually. Um, In the 85th, allow it to be said again. Yeri Mina, shithauser. Damari Gray gets uh, subbed off, and um, Yuri Mina uh, hugged him approximately 247 times. He kept pulling him back to him and hugging him more like, I love you so much, man. This is our last time together. You're the... No, no, no. Come here. Let me hug you. And then walks with him, hugs him more. Right. (laughs) Just clearly stalling as much time as... And then earlier in the game when Damari Gray got fouled in the box... Yuri Mina just went over and sat on him. Was like, no, 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 you got to stay down for a few minutes. <laughs> well, and then Pickford made a save at one point, and Yuri Mina goes over, like, clapping him, grabs his shoulders. And, you know, goalkeepers towards the end of the game will do that slow, drop yeah. to their knees, then their elbows. So he did – Pickford starts to go down. Mina, sh- hands on shoulders, shoves him to his knees, mm-hmm. then pushes him over on his front, and then sat on him too. <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> Allow it to be said with Yuri Mina, you know, (laughs) when there was the regrettable game where our supporters, you know, went after Anthony Gordon during the transfer window and and they were confronting players. And one of the players that confronted was Yuri Mina. And Yuri Mina looked at it, got out of his car, started talking to him. He goes, look, I'll die for this club. I will give everything I have for this club. He's announced he's not signing. He's not coming back. He's at the end of his deal. He's probably going home to Columbia. He's also a bit older. It should be said, too. He's not just abandoning the team. He's probably going to go play his last two years out in his native country. Right. And you cannot say for a second that that man was not the absolute difference in Everton staying up in these last four matches. Yeah, he was excellent. he's played, he has been dynamite. Absolutely dynamite. 100%. In this game, even with all the shithousery, it fucking worked, man. Oh, yeah, it always does. In the 85th minute, uh, Pinnock scores for the Bees to go 1-0 up on City just making me more sad (laughs) just like oh now thanks and so i also did a 10 game for about three bucks Mm -hmm. over under on goals Mm -hmm. and i missed two of them i had over a goal and a half in your game so damari gray's header Uh uh-huh fucked me and then i had over a goal and a half in this game and apparently city have one chalked off on a VAR decision oh. uh, at some point. And I was updating this one on my phone as well. Mm-hmm. And City had about four chances in stoppage time and <sighs> could not get a fucking ball over the line. Oh. But that $3 over under 10 game parlay mm-hmm. would have paid me like 127 bucks. It was oh, the fucking nice. Yeah, it would have been nice. Uh, and it was at this point. Arsenal 5-0 up. Game was kind of fizzling out. I decided 
I'm turning off the final 15 minutes of my club season. Mm -hmm. The least amount of moving parts was to just switch the Peacock on TV to West Ham Mm -hmm. and leave you on the laptop Mm -hmm. because then I didn't have to change two things. Right. Very good. (laughs) So West Ham Lester went up on the big screen because also Tottenham uh, were still dominating Leeds. Leeds didn't, you know, they were still 3-1 up and their Leeds weren't really showing any fight at that point. I was updating my phone to figure that out. Yep. So I'm no longer watching Arsenal anymore and I can't watch them for the next couple of months because I'm so ingrained in this fucking relegation yeah, fight. Yeah, that's it. That's what you're paying attention to. The 90th minute, you had six minutes added to both the Foxes and Leeds matches. Ten minutes added to the Everton game. You're just like, fuck and this ladies and gentlemen is the definition of squeaky bum time no shit villa had about eight minutes added to it yeah yeah you're just like apparently every fourth official is from qatar yeah yeah exactly they just added all the time to it and what everton needed was that african referee who ended a game early Mm -hmm. (laughs) 93rd minute 93rd minute massive save from get the rave on Jordan Pickford from outside the box. Vina, Huge. That Vina, save. Um, it was a comfortable height for him, it should be said. It's a save you would expect him to make, but in the context of the situation, the pressure mm-hmm. that's on him, that is a massive, massive save and saved you all about 70 million pounds. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, he said in his poster with poster with um, the NBC crew, he was like, he's like, they were like, hey, massive save. He goes, massive save because of what it meant he goes but honestly comfortable height saw it the whole way that's something i that's a save i need to make it looked he goes it looks a lot more impressive than it is that's a save we should all make as keep but the other thing that he did too besides just saving it was he pushed it into a place Wide. where there's no danger mm-hmm. he did it didn't spill it back out to the front he didn't you know clippity clop and have to yep jump on top of it to save the day he it was just a comfortable good two strong hands push it well wide mm-hmm. away from danger get this thing the fuck out of here yep exactly <laughs> exactly it uh so then lucas mora puts the final nail in Leeds's coffin uh and then um as he says goodbye to as tottenham. he says goodbye to tottenham as well you know harry kane with his goodbye brace mm-hmm. uh more more likely <laughs> he's one of the ones linked with newcastle by the way oh uh, um, surprise me yeah and it was uh Leeds. i mean their fate was sealed basically mm-hmm. when kane scored that second his second Tottenham's third right um because Leeds weren't going to come back and score five and they right. needed to win by three goals to get the goal difference where they needed to be right as well as you all losing and Leicester losing yeah. and um so Leeds were, were probably gone for a majority of this day uh they had the least amount of options to get out of Dodge so sad for the fans sad for um for our friends but at the same time, um, the club kind of did it to themselves. Mm-hmm. They, you know, when they fired Jesse Marsh, there was no plan. Remember, they had just come back from an international break where they could have been searching for a manager for two weeks. Right, exactly. And just didn't. And I will have you remember, now, it's a very short amount of time to instill your <clears throat> your philosophies and your game plan and your this, that, the other. And it's not the easiest situation to walk to. Third manager syndrome. You're in fucking trouble anyway. But I will have you remember that Leeds were outside of the drop zone when Big Sam took over. Mm-hmm. They absolutely they were. They were in 17th place when Big <clears throat> Sam took over. So he is culpable in that. Don't let him tell you otherwise. Yeah, they had to play some tough matches, but he... If you have a few extra quid on you, get him a couple of pints of wine and he might tell you the truth. Yeah, 
Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and from that, in the 96th minute, most of the games are over. Uh, you know, Villa's still playing as well. But for the most part, everything is over. Leads are going down. Uh, the Foxes need the Cherries to score. And the score lines are as follows. Villa 2, Brighton 1, Man United 2, Fulham 1, Chelsea 1, Newcastle 1, Brentford 1, Man City 0, Palace 1, Forest 1, Liverpool 4, Southampton 4. The greatest game that will never be remembered. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, Arsenal 5, a, a game that would have probably let off our fucking yeah, show. No any shit. Other it week. was comprehensive. <clears throat> um, Lopetegui also not said to be very happy maybe moving on very very disappointed with arsenal five wolverhampton nil tottenham four leeds one leicester two west ham one i think part of leicester's problem and I, i'm gutted for their fans as well i'm actually gutted for the ownership the family there they seem like good people and actually trying uh but and uh, we've talked about it at nauseum they you know billionaires it's hard to feel sorry for but mm -hmm. at the same token their money is completely tied in the travel market and they were especially hit by rocked by covid because uh, nobody's fucking traveling and most of those king power duty frees are in your are mm -hmm. in uh, asia rather right. who had stricter lockdowns for a longer period of time than the rest of the world so it is a bit sad for them um i do feel for those fans and i do feel for that family but again they didn't believe they were in the drop zone all season brendan rogers came out and said it we're not in a relegation fight and madison tweeted it said we're not in a relegation battle and that's what happens and there were four minutes to have their season saved as bournemouth could have scored but didn't and you know what at the final whistle that those last four minutes honestly uneventful every time they tried to yep. bring it down everton hoisted it right back out a yep. few times they got it to the corner with a Wobie and decory and and mcneil and they just dribbled it out and they ran out the clock and at the 110th minute the whistle blows everton won bournemouth nil the foxes are relegated along with leeds and southampton some supporters not as many as the year before some supporters are seen running onto the pitch but as the song spirit of the blues is playing you can hear sack the board, sack the board, sack the board being chanted louder yep. than the celebration music. And they're not wrong. Not wrong at, at all. all. Yep. And there we have it. Everton squeak by on the final day. Graham, your thoughts. You've already kind of hinted there a little bit with uh, with Leeds and Lester. I, I tend to agree with you on on Lester. It's you sat there and kept going, nothing to see here, nothing to see here. And you walked yourself. Mm -hmm. You sle right just sleepwalked right it. to relegation. You could not figure out how to defend to save your lives. And that's going to cost you in the long run. You had two players, mm -hmm. double digits in the top 20 in scoring mm -hmm. in the league. Everton didn't have a single player over seven. <laughs> That's a damning stat in of itself. Now, now, also, the big thing for Everton is Everton did not give up hardly any goals in comparisons to most everybody else. Well, there's they the didn't thing. score any goals, but... Now, Leicester scored a shit ton of goals. But they also gave up. But they up gave up so many. A shit ton of now, goals. Now, I do want to say I heard a, a pretty damning stat, and this is... But they were agents of chaos for the last two seasons anyway, was Leeds. Mm -hmm. They... A record conceded 78 goals. Mm -hmm. Second That's only to Southampton. More than two a game. 
Yeah. No, that's the most in the division. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought Southampton was uh, worse. They, with Liverpool's fourth, they <laughs> might have. I'm going to have to check that. Yeah, no but problem. it's close enough. Anyway, averaging two goals, more than two goals against per game. I think it's like 2.2 or 2.1 mm-hmm. goals a game. They were averaging against. And without Bamford all season, without, you know, Rodrigo for, for a fair bit of it as well, missed a mm-hmm. couple of months himself. For they were never, never going to average three to five, three to four goals a game. And it, the writing was on the wall. And if Javi Gracia can't sort out a defense, there's something just intrinsically wrong with the defense. Mm-hmm. And they they couldn't seem to rectify it. They didn't want to fix it. They didn't try. It didn't seem like they tried a new system. It didn't seem like they tried new personnel. Yeah. They took a gamble on a, a 30 million pound player. I can't remember his name. But for me, he's going to be the uh, honorable mention for both the best and worst signing, actually, mm-hmm. next week when we when we go through our predictions and talk about those things. Because he could have been the best. They didn't give him a fucking chance. Yeah. He was the worst because he didn't save him. However, not his fault. They didn't he give him a fucking chance. Never fucking played. <laughs> yeah, barely played. And so it's like, what What did they, sp- like, did, didn't try anything new. They just kept going. Mm-hmm. And Lester doing the same thing. I mean, they, they just, they didn't try to sort the defense out. They didn't yeah. try. Bring through a kid that cares. Fuck about face. Yeah. Right? Bring through somebody that gives a shit and maybe he's better. Yeah, they were only because good. Because Valtface, good when they remember, had Evans on the pitch, scored like, more own goals than he did goals. Yeah, precisely, <laughs> precisely. He hurt your club more than he helped. Yes, he's directly linked to why you are going down. Sticking with was- Doug for so long. Mm-hmm. This other guy was at least half decent. He had a good game against Everton. That's for damn sure. He was a worldie against Everton. So it's just like you got to try something new. You got to do something different. And it just it, it pains me that the, the management and the clubs did this to these fine people. Mark is a, a great guy. We love talking to him mm-hmm. on the show. You know, Gecko, of course, Lars. It's it's sad for them, man. Jason, it, re- it really is. is. Jason, who's, yeah. Um, it, who's uh, uh, Brody's friend and uh, uh, Jeff Whipple, our, our boy Jeff. Yeah, he, it he it really is sad for them, man. It sucks to have your team. Go- I mean, I've never experienced it, and our whole Arsenal family hasn't in about 97 years, yeah. but... You know, and we, look we at you. We haven't experienced it uh, in a long time. Either. 1954 <laughs> was uh, the... 1951 was the was, last time we were uh, Well, 53 was the last time you were promoted. Yeah, right. So 1954 till now is when... So 69 yep. years or whatever yep. it is. Yep, exactly. So draw hard around it. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, we... Then maybe go down to Bournemouth again. Um, what... Give a cherry a little pop in the face. Pop, pop, pop Weston, Weston, Weston McKinney, <laughs> there was an opportunity for you to audition for the Premier League. Yep. And you, you failed. failed Tyler Adams didn't cover himself in glory either. Well, Adams was hurt a lot. I felt like Adams did well. Um, I, I think the jury's still out on Adams. You know, I, I would I think the jury's out on An- uh, Aronson. Aronson as well. He, had, he is a provider, but he had no one to provide to. Yeah. But he was also just, you know, not very tough. He was easy to beat off the ball. Yeah. Pulisic's going to be looking for a summer move as well. Mm-hmm. So not a, not a great year for Americans. No, not not at all. Not mm-hmm. at all. It was a good World Cup for America, but not a good year for, for the, the players in their club. Yeah, that's not for at sure. all. Uh, on to Everton. Like we said, they're not wrong in the fans screaming and yelling for sack of the board. Bill, I'm sure, uh, today or tomorrow, is going to put out some wonderful message about how proud he is of everything. Mm, and of course. Pat, pat himself on the back and jazz put hands. on yeah, jazz hands and push, push out his chest. I am happy for my club. I am not proud of my club. This was an embarrassment. 
Mm -hmm. The fact that we had to fight it out on the last fucking day to barely survive, that our club took forever to fire the manager, waited until the last two days of the transfer market in January, and then promptly didn't give the new manager anything. If anything, got rid of a valuable asset in in Anthony Gordon. In Anthony Gordon, I'm sorry. He just well, and that selling Dina the year before, and the a lot of the decisions that are made at the top end of this of this club are uh-huh. bollocks. Just, now there's they're not even bad. It's bullshit. It's like they're actively trying to harm the club. It, it that's <laughs> honestly what it feels like. I'm the I'm, fake news with the head headlock. I'm proud the boys went out there and found a way to win, and I'm proud of uh, manager Sean Dyche for organizing this team when they were at their absolute worst in nineteenth place and to get them out and to get them to survive. But I'm not proud of the fact that we were in that situation. Uh, real quick, mm-hmm. and I, I really don't mean to mm-hmm. pick on leads mm-hmm. in particular. I mean, I do because they did it. But look at the fight Everton showed. Mm-hmm. You conceded after two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For all the failings of their board as well, their players gave up. And that they can only be look themselves in the mirror for your players stood up and got counted yeah they stood up in the face of adversity said we can fucking do this and they did it and sean dice stood up and, and did it big sam coward yeah and it's not like, like it, it's it's this is the difference yeah yeah and you're gonna go win to the greatest opera house in the land next season and put on a performance of Les Mis that I'm sure everybody will be super fucking proud of. <laughs> and then you'll find yourself with the best best stadium in the championship next year. <laughs> yeah, it'll be the following year. Yes. The Well, here's the thing. It's Goodison's known as a hornet's nest. Nobody likes to play at Goodison at all. Allen Rhodes won B. Mm-hmm. It's one of the toughest. In, it's not like your fans weren't there for you. You fucking, oh, they turned up. You 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 let them down. Uh-huh. Like, mm-hmm. it it must be so frustrating. Just you know, because you know, for for our friends, they they got up, they got up on their terms, they did well, right? They did well, and then it's just. But they people worked them out and they didn't respond. Yeah, is the key. Yeah, people worked them out and then they didn't respond to it. Yeah, and what we are seeing here for the end of the season, and we talked about this at last week a little bit was you had three newly promoted clubs that stayed up you have clubs that are quote unquote small sides Brentford Brighton challenging for Europe getting into Europe you have old storied clubs like Villa and Newcastle coming back around from their previous glory days yeah next season this will happen again if clubs aren't fucking serious like 100%. like wolverhampton is already in trouble ruben neves uh, talking happy. about leaving lopetegui's mm-hmm. not happy talking about mm-hmm. leaving they could and find themselves in a very bad situation jose saw getting dropped towards the end of the year might be gone and all the money that they've been spending through the one agent they're now up against ffp yep so they're in trouble I think Everton, that's manufactured by City though to distract yeah. from their 115. Everton is still is still have some FFP problems and they're going to be held accountable for the one that they did break. And and the sad part is the one that they broke was while the league was fucking looking over their books every month. Like they were reporting right. every like 
it was like they had a tax auditor in the building looking at their shit and they were like yeah let's see if we sneak well, this I one f- by i feel you know it's funny is i feel like we make fun of charlie kane a lot uh mm-hmm. harry's brother for the debacle over the man city transfer and this that mm-hmm. and the other and you know, it's almost like, oh, shit, sorry, Harry, I accidentally e-signed a contract for the next four years. You're stuck <laughs> in Tottenham for the rest of your life. Um, but it feels like Mushari and the accountants at Everton are essentially clones of Charlie Kane yeah. and how pitiful their <laughs> handling of that entire situation is. Yeah. It's so weird. Well, I'll tell you While what- City have mob lawyers. Who yeah. are awesome and get them off of everything. Yeah, yeah, precisely. <laughs> Nothing to see here, you looky loose. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That being said, we have our three going down, and as we get into championship corner later, we have our third coming up. Yes, we do. Sure money. What's this segment again? Do we do this? I don't do it. I'm. Uh, <laughs> I didn't do anything. Producer Mel, please hand me the trash can. I am not writing anything. But Neither what am I. I'm going to do is I am going to finally empty this godforsaken cup of fucking losers for this year and they're, they're fucking so stuck in there. You know what's sad though? And this is a, a, another slight uh, on Mike Ashley. Mm-hmm. All of them fit in there and I was over 37. Mm-hmm. And this was two years worth. <laughs> We forgot it. I'm still pulling fucking paper out of here, dude. I'm going to write. There we go. I'm going to write. a lug nut. We'll throw that in there. I am going to write my notes uh, for the cup of losers to start the season off and try to appease the gods week two. So I'll do that. But yeah, 0 for 37. I finished without a single fucking win. Mm -hmm. However, in real betting, in case you were wondering, because I'm not as loosey-goosey as I am on the show. It doesn't matter. Here. I did finish $140 up for the year. It doesn't matter, because that's not what happens here. You are 0-37. That's, <laughs> yeah, you know. So, um, I missed on a whole bunch of my fucking seven-game parlay. Big Sam's Lock of the Week. There it is. <laughs> uh, I'm down 1,652. You know what, Graham? <laughs> 16.216216% of the time. It worked 100% of the time. I got six more right than you fucking did, jackass. Um, Yeah, so that's it. That's it. I, I fucking did terrible, but better than you. I can't, my 12-game parlay was done at the first port of call. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that? Yeah. <laughs> it was that bad. The By Wednesday, tie. Brighton tie. Because I did all twelve games. The first port of call. That's Gone. like a, that's like a sailor, eighteen year old sailor, excited to go around the world and tour with his with his ship. Mm-hmm. And then COVID. herpes. Yeah. Oh, first stop. Mine. First port of call. Herpes can't fuck the rest of the way. Very good. <laughs> and now it's time for our degenerate gambling friend Pat's pick of the week. If you're expecting a guard honor, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. Hello. Oh, we lost him. oh no. We had Pat. Oh no. Let's try him again. Yeah, we're gonna find out what his number was. What were you? Sixteen fifty? Sixteen fifty two. There we go. I think we got Pat back. You there? Hey, how's it going? Alright, let's try this again. <laughs> if you're expecting a guard of honor, you've come to the wrong fucking place. <laughs> so what did did you hit? Wait, I sorry. I Got hung up on what, what? What was that? Uh, did you hit your bet? No, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, what'd you there, finish? There was like a bunch of draws, uh, minus 1,000. 
Oh, so he did win. Yeah, he did win. He was better than me. All right, good yeah. job. Everybody was better than you. I hit a couple big bets and then a whole lot of losing bets, small bets. So, yeah. yeah, but only down a thousand is not bad. I'm down thirty seven hundred. I know, <laughs> and that was taking a hundred dollar bet every single week. So that's a whole lot of losing. Uh, very good. And then, of course, uh, we'll go ahead and do this now because we're not doing the whole music and all that stuff. Kitty ended up going uh, twenty and seventeen because she hit with Villa. So the chicken did better than all of us, as usual. Yeah, she's smart and takes one game a week. Yeah, one game a week. Uh, never, never a parlay. Uh, yeah, fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, Pat, are you going to uh, do this again with us next season? Yeah, of course. It's always fun. Excellent. I love it. All right, good. Then we'll yeah. talk to you later. Oh, yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's got to get done. Nice yeah, and simple. That's it. Yeah, right. You know? you know what? Put a bow on it. Well, you got to remember, Mel, what should we always do? I have no idea. Remember to gamble legally and responsibly. Championship Corner! I'm falling. And I can't get up. Oh, no. <laughs> Your girl was pitch side for uh, for the Everton match. All oh, knowing it up. Luton Town. Yes. How fucking awesome. Get it. That was a fun match to watch. Mm. So excited. Uh, gutted for it. the final penalty taker for Coventry. That oh. was woof. And it wasn't far away. It looked worse on the original angle. Mm-hmm. But when they showed it behind him, he wasn't far off. No. Oh. I started they the match. They were all rockets. All, every single one of the penalties Cheering for Coventry. Mm-hmm. And I ended the match cheering for Luton Town. I, I told her I just wanted a great match. I was rooting for either one who went up. I was not going to be disappointed. Yeah. I was going to be happy. It's been ages for Coventry since they've been up. Um, and Luton, it was back in the, the 80s that they were up in the uh, top flight. Yeah. And that stadium, it's going to be a fun fucking place to go. You got to walk through uh, houses, houses to, to get, get there. The yeah. Yes. I can't wait. Veins I'm excited. In my veins. Oh, yeah, and it's all set up for us to lose 2-0 on the opening day. Oh, fuck yeah, it is. With definitely. our brand new midfield and everything else. Oh, yeah, you I guys cannot are wait. lovely, and you're going to definitely lose. Yeah, I can't wait. Or or we play there, and we'll definitely lose, because we always love to lose to newly promoted yeah. teams. That's for damn sure. But that, sta- that stadium is, is fucking brilliant, just in the backs of the houses and the... You know, pre-match, if they don't have music on the loudspeakers, you'll be able to hear somebody singing in a fucking shower. Oh, I know. I know. It's fucking brilliant. It's so good. Now, hybrid. VAR will be in some dude's living room. (laughs) (laughs) Guy just sitting outside with binoculars going, hey, he looked on to me. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to have to change all their Wi-Fi passwords. Yeah. Well, that'd be password anymore. Or else they can get free Wi-Fi from the house. So one of the challenges that they're going to have. FBI surveillance van. That they absolutely are going to have for for a team as they're coming up is they have to invest a lot of money into their stadium. Oh, yeah. They need need to be at a certain capacity. It's a good thing they got a $130 million payday coming. (laughs) Yeah. but (laughs) No matter where they finish. But a lot of that's going to go into the stadium. Yeah. The stadium. I think think it was like two. I think it's two million minimum to meet the Premier League requirements that they'll yeah. need to spend on the stadium and that's a minimum yeah. to spend on the stadium um but no it's it's an awesome story it's an awesome feel and it, people forget too this is how hyper used to be um mm-hmm. now it wasn't as bad as mm-hmm. kenilworth road because you literally have to walk under people's like bedrooms to get in yeah highbury was when i went you came out of the tube station made a left instead of a right Mm-hmm. You make a right to go to the Emirates, you make a left to go to Highbury. Yeah. Uh, I went into the main entrance, so it was fine. But all that whole street is just lined with row homes. 
and there was a gap between two lines of row homes mm-hmm. where they did have a gate to get into Highbury, mm-hmm. but there was a gap. Alley. Yeah, but there was a gap between the houses. Right, Kenilworth Road. It's like people's front rooms are above the entrance. Yeah, there's to the away there's ground. Stairs. Yeah. There's stairs that go through the backyards of people's houses over the backyards of people's houses. Yeah, that's amazing. It's oh. awesome. It's, it's going to be, be so much fun. It's be so much fun. Yeah. yeah, and if I lived there, I would absolutely get a ladder out and climb up onto the stairway, and now I'm just in the stadium. Yeah, and and again, I, I say, you know, I say Now, I think too, it's the away end, though, that, that you have to do that for. Mm-hmm. But I say, too, you know... If Burnley's coming up, they'll just kick them in the faces on the way down. Yeah. Everton, Everton, and and Wolves, and, and these, these clubs that, you know, you know, Palace, and God, who else? West Ham were all in trouble this season. Get your shit straight, because the clubs that are coming up are coming up with the intention of staying. And Burnley especially. Burnley especially, and and Sheffield took the fucking league by storm their first year up. Oh yeah, they fell apart miserably in their second year, but they uh-huh. were good that first year. And now the the other the, with with Luton, I, you you would imagine Luton's going to go straight back down because mm-hmm. their budget isn't fantastic. Right. I think their entire wage bill is like one point three million or something mm-hmm. ridiculous. Um, where everybody else is in the tens of millions um, by but, far. But this team plays aggressive in-your-face football. They Remember Huddersfield Town. On the wrong day. Think, think mm-hmm. Huddersfield Town when they came up. They mm-hmm. will kick you to shit. Mm-hmm. So if you're one of these technical sides that likes to just pass the ball quickly and do you know that sort of stuff, Luton will kick the absolute fuck out of you. Yep, you got to be ready for um, it. So you got to be ready for it. you got to be ready to maybe skip the midfield and go over the top as they try to press you. Mm-hmm. And um, and you've got to be prepared. You know, I, I feel like teams like City, teams like Arsenal that have fast wingers that can do that um, and stretch the play a bit and kind of confuse uh, those players will be fine. But teams like West Ham that, the, I mean, if it's not Jared Bowen, who is it? Right. You know what I mean? Stretching right. that play. And you're about to lose Declan Rice. And you're about to lose Declan Rice. If you don't replace him properly, you, mm-hmm. you could find yourself with a tough old ass. Don't be surprised if people are already coming and asking for Paqueta. 100%. He had a great year. Yeah, he, he did. a really great year. So it's going to be interesting. I think a lot will ride for West Ham themselves. A lot will ride on that Conference League final. Mm-hmm. Um, if they win it, they're in the Europa League, and that will help them attract players still, Yeah. Um, obviously. So we will we'll see what happens. But Luton Town coming up is going to be a very exciting prospect, and I'm sure, at, almost 100% certain, players that are old, that are out of contract, or unhappy where they're at, Players like possibly Ashley Young, players like that uh, you know that may be willing to take a wage cut to do one more season in the prem and, and kind of solidify their legacy by maybe trying to help Luton stay up. Mm-hmm. Um, you could I could see somebody like Ashley Young, and the the one I was going to say that sparked the entire conversation for me, Jesse Lingard will be suiting up for Luton Town next season, <laughs> almost surely. All right, that's going to wrap it up, boys maybe, and girls. Maybe Jamie Vardy will go to Luton Town. Uh, do we have anything from the peanut gallery at all? We do, we do. Uh, Taylor Thompson says, I used to make fun of my kids for spending hours watching YouTube videos of people playing video games, and, and now I sit in my basement getting drunk every week for two and a half hours watching this shit show of a podcast. I had a boy. Whoa. 
the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh, Christian says that Mina is just a pawn in the game of life. <laughs> Jay says I wouldn't be Rather surprised. Rather is just a pawn in Mina's game of life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised to see Spurs or Chelsea drop points to Luton next year. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Alan- Spurs especially. Alan Brody says, not sure if this will come up on the show. Well, it is now. But I thought the change from Arlo White to Peter Drury uh, as the main anchor worked out brilliantly. Really yeah, enjoyed Peter Drury's a fucking legend. Peter Drury's was phenomenal. A legend. Yeah, there was, the game wasn't, a, sing, wasn't awesome. a single drop uh, drop off. I mean, I really did enjoy Arlo, and I think it was basically Arlo wanted a better contract, and they weren't going to give it to him. They weren't going to give it to him, yeah. And um, I think he went to work for like ESPN or somebody. Yeah, so, but... But yeah. yeah, that was he. He he did a remarkable job, and I just like the way he says Jesus. Yeah, Jesus every time it would be. An Peter Peter Drury's a legend. The guy's yeah. awesome. Well, that's all the comments from the sideline. Excellent. All right, Mr. Graham. All right. Any parting words? Yes. I don't know what happened. You mm-hmm. don't normally think of them as super entertaining. Uh huh. But did everything kick off in Germany this weekend? Okay. Uh, Dortmund. First, in the Bundesliga, go into the weekend two points clear of Bayern Munich with an inferior goal difference. They're playing mid-table, nothing to play for Mainz, who they beat earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. They are playing host to Mainz. Uh-huh. They're and at home. It looked, I believe they were, yeah. And wow. it looked like Dortmund just went haywire, just like completely forgot how to football. <laughs> oh, no. And found themselves 2-0 down at halftime. Oh, Bayern shit. Munich went 1-0 up. And Dortmund could only rescue a point. And that was it. Bayern won on goal differential. Bayern won the title on goal difference and promptly sacked Oliver Kahn. And there's talk of Thomas Tuchel losing his job because winning the the Bundesliga on the last day of the season is unfucking acceptable We should have had this wrapped up months ago. Right. We win the Bundesliga every year. Nobody else wins it. 11th title in a row. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's annoying. But where it all kicked off, and my kind of the week. Yep. <laughs> in Bundesliga two, uh, Heidenheim, he- Heidenheim, yeah, uh, and Hamburg were playing it out for the last automatic promotion spot. Mm-hmm. Hamburg won their game one 0 At the time, Heidenheim was two one down. Okay. Ten minutes of stoppage time. In Heidenheim's game. Oh. Hamburg needed them to draw or lose. Mm-hmm. Early in stoppage time, they score to equalize. Okay. So they're so Hamburg's, Hamburg's still, still up at up. this point. And at that point, <clears throat> the kind of the week is uh Hamburg were away, by the way, at SV Sandhausen. Okay. House of Sand. <laughs> uh and their stadium announcer decided it was a good idea to congratulate Hamburg on promotion. Problem was in the 99th minute. Oh no! Heidenheim scored to make it 3 2, steal the automatic promotion spot, and Hamburg are now in the uh, in the German playoff system. With the last place team. With the right? last place team in Germany, I think it and, and the Bundesliga one, I think it is, that they have to play yeah, them to, play to see decide who, stays, who up. stays up or goes up. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Um, but yeah, kind of the week is the uh, Soudenhausen uh, stadium announcer. Because <laughs> why would you do that? Fucking hell. Uh, and then, even more <laughs> amazing, the same fucking thing happened in Bundesliga 3. <laughs> 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 to their second and third place teams. 
the same thing. The same exact very specific fucking thing that happened to Hamburg happened in Bundesliga 3 for promotion to Bundesliga 2. Oh, my God. Where the third place team uh, at the time in the league table overtook in stoppage time the second Mm -hmm. place team. And the second place team had the stadium announcer say, we did it. We're going through. And then fucked it because they didn't. Oh, my God. (laughs) So stadium announcers. Until the final whistle blows, until the fat lady sings, shut your fucking mouth. Yeah, keep your mouth shut. Can you imagine if your stadium announcer went, Mm -hmm. well, that's job done at 97 minutes and then born with the score? Oh, my God. (laughs) They'd have burned the place to the fucking ground. Oh, my God, they would have. Absolutely. (laughs) There would have been no false headlocks there, I promise. Oh, definitely not. Uh, By the way, still no photograph, video, any evidence whatsoever that Denise Baxadale was put in a headlock. Just want (laughs) to... Put that out there. Oh, uh, what and, a what a brilliant weekend! And of course, who was not in attendance for the uh, for the final match this season? The Everton board. Of course, they shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Don't you're not allowed to join this party. Apparently, uh, Arlo went to Liv Golf. Oh, okay, got it. Oh, get that payday. Take that Saudi money. You want that payday? That is a fucking payday. I, guess, I was uh, the Ted Lasso money didn't pay him that much. Yeah, uh, no, probably not. But I good watched for him. the Charles Schwab Classic this weekend mm-hmm. a bit. It sucks without everybody there. Yeah, the PGA Tour is lame now. Yeah, it, it does suck. It's only uh, uh, Victor. What's his name? Hovland. Mm-hmm. It's everybody's at live. Yep. It sucks. All right. Thanks so much for joining us, everybody. Next up is injury time, where we're going to recap how our adopted clubs did, and we're going to talk about the finals of both Division One and Division Two in fantasy, the beers we've been drinking, and. Talk a little bit about the FA Cup final that's coming up. Sam, should somebody want to check out Injury Time? How do they go about doing it? It's very easy, very low uh, fee to $5 a month, and you get Injury Time and Soundcheck, our extra show, as long as you pay that money to us on patreon.com forward slash D football show. So just check that out. Sign up for it, and you'll get all the extra content. And be sure to check out our uh, DU Drip Shack. You can find that on our link tree on every single one of our socials. It's pinned to the top. Buy yourself a fun shirt, cool swag, glass, uh, yeah. water bottles, slides, all that fun shit. All so. that cool stuff, yep. And uh, till next week, everybody. Good night. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right, AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Snow the Malort, the straight and short. Sam Graham, Sam Graham. Get the fucking new button!